Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast, where everything has changed. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I think I do. Do you remember last time when Spike revealed to Buffy that he got his soul back and it changed everything, Michaela? It changed everything. <laughs> I feel like this is just more anger about last episode. <laughs> no, this is the Teeks review. Oh. The last line of the Teeks review oh, was... I forgot. <laughs> and it changes everything. Right. That is my favorite end to a Teeks review ever. It's so good. And it changed everything. So now everything has been changed, man. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, I think we'll see that in this episode yeah 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 yeah. everything's been changed everything absolutely completely you know i really feel that spike only has the one shirt now i guess he's crazy that blue shirt man (laughs) he doesn't have time to change yeah or other clothes in this basement right (laughs) this is season seven episode three same time same place original air date october 8th 2002 gonna spoil something for you i really fucking love this episode it's this so good oh Holy my god shit. this I is had, good i had such a good time like yeah there's so many great things about this episode i was so hyped at the end of it that it was so good and it doesn't even have that good of a rating <laughs> what and <laughs> this is something that i've been thinking about recently you know the machete ordering for star wars yes right where the Star Wars movies, as released, don't preserve the correct like narrative buildup of various things in the prequels. And if you watch them in order 1 through 6 or 1 through 8 at this point, then narrative things are also spoiled by 1, 2, and 3, three especially for episode 5. So, like, bad things there. Don't watch it in order. Watch it in this special machete ordering. Yeah. And I wouldn't do, like, a, an out-of-order update for Buffy, but, like, I could get a pretty good watch list. I feel like where you take the relevant episodes from each season and like you go into it knowing okay this isn't everything there will be callbacks to things that I just haven't seen but I'm getting the highlights this is going to be in the highlights last episode is getting cut entirely we don't need it it has no bearing on anything and Okay, on IMDb, things tend to have a pretty high rating, right? Yeah. Because, you know, they're it's rated by fans, so they're going to generally rate things 10 stars out of 10, right? Yeah. So things often have eights and above. I think, like, a lot of the episodes that we've looked at mm-hmm. are, yeah. This is 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Craziness. And Absolute madness. On the aggregate website, it's 84 out of 144, which is what? insane. It's insane. Like, the... I felt like I was crazy. Like, I love this episode so much, and I felt like I was crazy. (laughs) This has the best horror since Hush. Fucking Gnarl is so awesome. (laughs) Gnarl is an amazing demon. They went above and beyond with this guy. He's so cool. (laughs) Two concepts of all of the magic, like this demon that they're trying to track down and Willow's Invisa nonsense. Yeah. Like both of those working together. It's a great episode top to bottom. I really loved it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hyped. I'm so glad that you loved it as much as I did because I was feeling like I maybe was crazy in liking it so much. All right, so we start things off. We got Willow coming back to Sunny D via airplane, and people are still just crowding around that gate. 
to <laughs> greet people getting off a plane. And I'm like, are y'all crazy? Right? Like, they're so close to where the planes are. And Ooh. you're just like, it. I don't think you can do this anymore, can you? Like, it's no. 2002, October 2002. Like, yeah. if anything, this is the time when things are the worst for standing around in airports. And we've got some things to talk about here with the initial crew, because we've got Xander, Buffy, and Dawn waiting for Willow. Xander has a nice sign, which is yellow on white, which is thematic because, you know, his speech about the yellow crayon is what saved the world last time. So, you know, yellow crayon. Right. And I love what they did with this so much because he's got his yellow crayon sign. Just Mm -hmm. in case the viewer doesn't remember what the significance of that is, he starts to go into it and Buffy and Dawn are teasing him about it at the same time because clearly (laughs) he's told them three million times the story of how he saved the world. It's it's, his crowning accomplishment. It really is. And like, I'm not trying to take it away from him, but it just feels very natural in the way of like, you know, they're, they're not just shoving it in our faces because they want you to be reminded in case you don't remember. You know, Xander comes off so well this episode. He's great. Everyone's great. I love Dawn in this episode. Yeah. Dawn, we've got some problems with Dawn, like some minor ones, but I still really like it. Let's just go through what people are wearing, what they're looking like. Dawn has gotten some high lights. Her hair is so very different. It's crazy different. Right? Like, I would actually want to call it an entirely different color. Possibly. And maybe it could just be because of the highlights. Like, it could be that they're changing. But it looks a lot, like, it has kind of a red undertone to it now mm. that it really did not have before. She looks totally different, honestly. She does, yeah. Insanely different. She's still got that gloss on, so we know it's Dawn. <laughs> yeah. And she has not actually cat print on her <laughs> shirt. Is that what you're calling yes, out? Yes, that's what I'm calling out. Because I saw this shirt, and I was just like, oh my god, is it happening? It was not happening. And I was uh, no. I was pretty disappointed, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Whatever. She's wearing that jean belt thing again. Oh, shit. It's nice. happening again. Yeah. Calling it out. And Buffy is very much in these sort of flowy, like very summery tops. This is really oh what God. we're doing. I forgot about this. Buffy is wearing a sheer dress <laughs> over a tank top and jeans. Is that? Oh, my God. She's wearing jeans under this. Yes. That's what's <gasps> on the bottom half of her that's but insane. you can see through the sheer dress because <gasps> it's sheer now. fabric <gasps> that's insane i didn't it's so notice. crazy oh my it's god it's so crazy oh my god <laughs> holy it's shit absolutely insane that's yeah. just pure insanity yeah that's like spike levels of crazy right <laughs> Right. Right. So they're waiting around for Willow. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't show up. The plane doors close and they're like, well, where the fuck was Willow? And they're like worried for good reason about this because Mm -hmm. this is her coming back from England trying to not be homicidal and crazy anymore and she doesn't get off the plane. Oh, that's bad. Oh, yeah. That's that's real bad. Uh, Dawn is also pretty she's got some trepidation you know around willow coming back which is very fair because the last time don saw willow willow was like don wouldn't it be easier if you were just a ball of energy again dead (laughs) yeah and don was like no please (laughs) it's very reasonable that don would be pretty freaked out about seeing willow and like in the grand scheme of things it hasn't been very long no it's been a summer right it's been a number of months that's Mm -hmm. not i would not be super comfortable after that amount of time either no i'm not gonna be hype 
Yeah. Um, I have a quick little thing about production, but just while we're right at the beginning here. Absolutely. <laughs> there are no guest stars built at the start of this episode. Hmm. Which is the only episode of the series to do that. Because everyone who is in this episode is a member of the main cast. Think about it. Yeah. There are literally no one else. Like, maybe there's people in the background, but they don't have lines. They don't have to have a billing, right? Holy hell, yeah. It's very strange. Because I didn't notice until the uh, wiki told me either. Wow. I mean, listen, ensemble cast. They've got it. They're actually using it this time. They don't need to put in other people. (laughs) No, they don't. So we got this establishing shot of the airport, the gate where uh, nine twenty-five. Yeah, this it's nine twenty-five. Like the minute hand is moving down from twenty-four yes. to twenty-five as yes. the shot opens. A kid drops his backpack, and uh, the father has to pick it up as they're moving through the gate. And then it all happens again, and I'm like, "Yes, it's a time <laughs> loop or some bullshit." And I am so hyped. It's not quite. It's not also not quite parallel realities, but you know, yeah. close enough. It's because it's not invisible. Like, they are not on the same plane of existence because they are not touching each other. They're out of phase with each other is how Star Trek would put it. That is what it is. And I hate it, but that is the best way to describe it, I think. So, so Willow is out of phase with the three Scoobies that we're waiting for. Specifically, her, is what's happening? Yeah, because those are the three people that she's afraid to see, and so yeah. like this doesn't affect Anya, this doesn't affect Spike, and I think that makes a lot of sense because she's really yes. not that concerned about seeing them. Um, nope. This is all camera angles, right? Yes. Like that's especially when later when they're talking to Spike, I think it's more obvious that it's just fancy camera work that they're not showing. And even, it's not even that fancy with Spike. Here it's a little fancier, where they're just literally cutting her out of the frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but it's really cool to do. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm so hyped for, like, any sort of time loop or parallel reality. <laughs> yeah, no. Even out of phase, like, that's all sick. And Spike's scene later is so goddamn good. I love the writing on that. I'm so impressed by it. But first, we have to get to Frillo. Oh, As boy. Willow gets off this plane and she has a frilly <laughs> white shirt on with a leather jacket on yeah. top. She's looking great, but it is frillo. I've called it frilly leather, yeah. Right. The jacket definitely helps make her look a lot better. Later on, she takes the jacket off to do magic and just like frills all over the place. It's a little yeah. much. A little bit. But you know what? I was just so happy that she's not wearing red that... She can wear whatever she wants, man. She looks great. <laughs> she she does look great. Yeah. She's looking really good. Looking really yeah. good. So, yeah, they can't see each other is basically what's happening. Willow gets off the plane. She doesn't see the Scoobies. The Scoobies are waiting for her. They don't see her. Everyone's confused. It makes me really feel for Willow because... Oh, yeah. It's this interesting thing of because she was so afraid to see them, she can't see them. And then it's just confirming her fears about not being accepted back into, mm-hmm. by, like, by her friends with her return. And she's just so heartbroken when they're not waiting for her that it's it's very affecting. But that's not the only magical japes oh, this episode. Japes! We've also got a... Kid tagging the construction site at the this school. This youth. Oh boy, uh, this graffiti wasn't youth. worth it, man. No, it was not. Some <laughs> super creepy thing with amazing handwork this shows hand up. Handwork, gnarled. Oh the, my god, his, uh, little, his little fingernail clicking. Oh. Clicks the fingernails <laughs> together and starts spookily taunting this, <laughs> this youth. Yeah, he's very much like he's the kind of guy who's going after the person that's alone. Because mm. his whole creepy deal takes a long time, a right? A long time. Oh, boy, it takes a long time. So, yeah. Oh, 
when you're alone, the wind sounds like it's talking to you is something. Yeah. <laughs> right. So very spooky. Loving it. It's really good. This kid gets got, basically. Right. And this is another interesting thing, because I think we were talking recently about how random Citadel residents aren't really getting killed anymore. <laughs> and we've really yes. returned to form here, you know? <laughs> yeah, Nancy didn't eat it, but this guy sure oh, does. Oh boy, yeah, the graffiti youth is donezo. Very much donezo. All right, I think this is a good time for our first segment, Michaela. Hit it! It is time for Hobby Report. <laughs> Hobby report? Yes. Is this an update on our hobbies? Yes, absolutely. Just, are you just going to talk about VR again? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the the holidays here in Recording Land, and I want to know what's going on hobby-wise with us. I don't know, maybe I did this segment recently or something very much like it. We did something somewhat recently where I talked about crocheting and you talked about VR. Oh, disastrous. Well, that's basically what we're doing again. It's an Who update, knows? though. Who knows? It is. Or we it's have true. other hobbies. I'm I'm actually not talking about VR in this Good. case. I'm talking about my 3D printer. Okay. Uh, recently fixed the heating heated bed on it or like the print surface. It wasn't heating up properly and I went through a bit of, you know, troubleshooting to see what's going wrong. Michaela, I am not good with my hands. And like <laughs> I am good with software and right. definitely not hardware. So when it's like, all right, get an Allen wrench and open this thing up. I'm like, excuse me, do what? <laughs> you want me to what? Uh, I've got to say it was very rewarding to have to replace this this heated bed. Overall, not very difficult, but like for me, incredibly difficult. Interesting. <laughs> Because uh, it's just like, okay, open up the thing, get the access to the motherboard, yeah. pull out the old wires. Um, a bunch of shit was like hot glued in there because it, it is a cheap 3D printer from China. Well, that's uh, how you do, yeah. Exactly. So take all that out there, snip the cable ties that are tying everything together, take most of the print surface apart, replace this one component with this and like wire everything back in together. Uh, very rewarding, quite difficult, but here you go, you know? I've got a, I'm a nice so proud of you. 3D printer that has a warm bed again interesting that you don't do a lot of things with your hands so my dexterity right? is very low yeah no not good i wonder like is michelle better at that kind of thing than you almost certainly i don't mind doing mechanical type things because my dexterity is very high <laughs> <laughs> right of course because i do a lot of dexterous things right mm -hmm. and things like replacing certain things on my car i don't mind doing myself like, oh. replacing the cabin air filter, the panels I had to take off to do that were shocking, first of all. <laughs> but then, once, yeah, it's the same kind of thing where once you do it, you're like, shit, I'm a genius. Yeah, right? There's a really <laughs> real sense of satisfaction from having this thing work again. Yeah. And, like, I was an hour deep into it and I was like, this is never going to work ever. Oh, God, I'm an idiot. And then you just, like, got to power through. But at the same time, I assume you had a youtube video that was telling uh, you exactly what to do or like some sort of no. pictures Ooh. so the, the 3d printer has a fairly basic construction to it right but i started this out and like one day i just showed up turned my 3d printer on tried to print something and it said heating print bed or whatever and nothing happened like i saw the temperature gauge remained at room temperature left it for a few minutes, nothing happened. So I went through this, uh, the warranty process and I was like, hey, something's wrong with my printer. And right. they were like, someone made the most technical assumptions about me that I've ever had. Oh. Because they were like, all right, 
I need you to change these screws on the motherboard and send me a picture of the LCD once you've done that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, view attached image for which screws you need to be swapping around. And it's just a, an image of the motherboard with like little red arrows drawn between a couple screws. And I was oh like, my but God. <laughs> I thought, I thought this generally worked where I like sent you back the thing and you sent me a new thing. That is not what's happening. So I had that image of the motherboard to go off of. Well, of that's like, terrifying. Oh, yes. These are the wires that go into the motherboard here that control the, th- the fucking heated bed. <laughs> and so like, yeah, okay, I just take the old one out and pop the new ones in and then make sure that they're actually making electrical contact. So yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's pretty. Yeah, no, I'm, that's impressive. I'm impressed. It's good times. I, I got a print off of it last night that came out pretty good. Oh, so good. yeah, that's uh, that's what's new with me. I've got that, that 3D printer going on. And yeah. it's the holiday time here in recording land, right? So like, yeah. I've got a bit more time to sit down and try to figure this stuff out. It's not like all of my evening is consumed by that. Which is nice. And then mm-hmm. you, you feel less less pressure and less like, yeah. yeah, you wasted all of your free time doing this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything new with you? You know, I'm just living my same life. I'm actually getting pretty concerned that I'm almost to the end of the story in my time at Portia. Oh, our mutual friend got to the end of that. Yes, that's exactly why I'm worried. Because I don't know... (laughs) I started playing long before her, but right. this is the sort of game that would consume her. So it did that, and yes. she has surpassed me as I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah, and so. But, but how much farther is this? This is the yeah. thing. At the same time, I don't think there can be that much more, but it's also, they're continuously working on it because it's still in beta, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. I, I'm pretty confident that there will be more, and I look forward to that. I actually finally built my factory uh, last night, and have, I have no idea how it works. Oh my god, is it confusing. And <laughs> I mean, I say that because I only had an in-game hour with it before. At, at 3 a.m., you just fall down asleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, thankfully, you wake up in bed the next day, which I have to... I just oh, keep creepy. expecting that to change. Because normally, yeah. like, if you're in the ruins in another similar game, if you collapse there you tend to lose things, right? Mm. Like you, you don't, it's not just like, oh, wake up in bed because what am I going to do? Am I going to spend my time going from the ruins to home and like get nothing out of it? Or am I going to be there mining until 3 a.m. when I collapse? Yeah. (laughs) See, that says Uh, something about you as a person. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Well, because I would be like, oh, I want to go home, obviously. Well, can't, no. just, can't just stay out. That's crazy. It's 3 a.m. I've got a I've got a strict like 10 10 p.m. bedtime. <laughs> you know, you know that me as a person <laughs> is going to bed at 10. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. So I got I've got a question here. Once you're done with the story of my time at Porsche, do you think that's just like it for you? Well, Yes. Okay, so you're probably not staying around in that world because you enjoy being in that world and you don't want the main quest to be finished. Well, I want goals, right? Mm. Like, I need to have a reason to be doing things. And if that reason is just make more money, then... That's not satisfying. That's not satisfying. There are a couple of other things I want to do to my house. Like, I I would maybe finish upgrading my house and upgrading my fence and everything. (laughs) Mm. and uh buying the largest plot of land available so like there maybe those are still goals that i could have being friends with everyone but that's a lot of work right Mm, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people Uh, we'll see (laughs) 
All right, back to the episode. Yeah. Willow's getting back to an empty Summer's house, which is super spooky. Oh, spooky mobs. Honestly, these people need to lock their goddamn doors. <laughs> like, what are they doing with their lives that she just walks in? It's a in. small town. Oh, I guess There's vampires can't come in either trust. way. I don't yeah. know. That's fine. Yeah. It's all totally fine. Ooh, There's... and then we learn that Dave was 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Buffy yeah. was sleeping in Joyce's old room. <laughs> Not Willow only will that. eventually be in Buffy's old room. Yeah, but there is now a sign on the door that yeah. says Buffy. <laughs> like, Buffy has claimed this room as her own. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. So, yeah, this room is just, it's getting, uh, I mean, it makes so a lot weird. of sense, right? I guess it's the biggest room. It has the yeah. largest bed. And yeah. when Willow's gone, you don't just leave that room empty. That'd be crazy. Yes. I guess. I don't know. It's a sad room. (laughs) It is. The entire house is sad as Willow's here. She thinks she hears a door downstairs but goes down and no one's there. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some interesting questions about exactly where the magic makes things happen or like what the boundaries of this magic are that stop them from seeing each other. Because they can clearly hear when someone else is making a loud noise with a different object. Any effects that, that happen within the space. Like yeah. if Willow had turned on the TV, I the said TV the TV would have, have turned on and then they would have freaked out. So I yeah. guess lucky she didn't. <laughs> right. Or yeah, I don't, mm, who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe the TV would have always been on for them. It's magic, man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. The The main thing is Willow lies there on the couch and mm-hmm. she just kind of goes to sleep because she's waiting for them to come home, you know? Yep. Like... <laughs> Meanwhile, oh? the gang gets home and wonders where Willow could be. Oh boy. Yeah, it's it's tough, right? Like, they're worried about her and then they're also <laughs> worried for good reason about, like, what she might be up to, given mm-hmm. that she didn't get off the plane. <laughs> Dawn is especially, and this is where I think Dawn doesn't come off amazingly this episode, but it makes a lot of sense that Dawn's like, have we thought about blaming Willow for this? <laughs> We want to blame Giles or ourselves, but what about Willow? Maybe she went crazy again and got off the plane somewhere or doubled back and is out there going nuts, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's just how she'd do. She tried to kill me recently. So it does make Dawn come off as pretty callous, but you can't blame her, right? <laughs> yeah, like the attempted at this... murder. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, though, why do they have to blame anyone? I think is really where this conversation should have gone. Mm, Like, blaming isn't helping. Like, it's not helping them solve the problem. (laughs) This is true. This is very true. But you got that nice dolly shot of the couch so you can switch from the gang to just Willow by herself all on this couch area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice transition. And I guess there's nothing really else in this this scene. No, Willow Mm. wakes up. She tries to call Giles he's not picking up and it's a big empty house when it's just you there yeah he's very conveniently at an all-day council meeting oh yeah and this like the watchers council yeah what council is he a, a watcher again yeah he was reinstated with back pay oh shit it's like i forgot that whatever that episode is called even i happened. think that's checkpoint oh that's what checkpoint really is right 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 yes yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, somehow you forgot about Checkpoint. I can't That's imagine how. probably on the list of things you don't need to watch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, fuck the watchers, man. So Willow's going to be going out. She's looking for everyone else. Runs into Anya getting burned stuff out of what used to be the magic box. Oh, it hurts, man. Oh, it's so sad to see it so decrepit. Oh, yeah. It really... Yeah, it it really makes me sad. Because it's a mm-hmm. nice space, and it's pretty iconic for the show. But, mm-hmm. uh... 
She runs into Anya, who I really prefer blonde Anya, but it's fine. She's brunette Anya. Blonde, yeah. Blonde, yeah, gross. And I've got a picture here of her sweater belt mm-hmm. that I think you have a better picture of later. Yeah, fashionist of belts is what I've got. It's yeah. darker, but you can see it more clearly. Because goddamn, this belt is like, it's in the sweater. The sweater has belt loops. Yeah. What? It's like a cardigan with belt loops. Yep. It is bananas. Heady times, Michaela. Heady times. Heady times. times. Right. And so Anya's not super pumped to see Willow for obvious (laughs) reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Especially at the magic box Mm. that Willow burned down. Yeah. It's it's touchy. Mm -hmm. She points Willow at the school with a couple pieces of information. One, Buffy's got a job there two spikes insane in the basement there and three xander does construction work there right it it really is like everyone's hanging out at the school again which honestly i'm fine with they all have a nice place to go and be near each other it's good yeah right it's just convenient plot it's very convenient and like there's no magic box so they're not gonna be there exactly (laughs) i just love the it spikes what in the whatment insane base yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking yeah uh she just dismisses it too <laughs> like whatever xander's the important one here yeah she doesn't really give a shit about what spike's up to now <laughs> absolutely not no so everyone's going to the construction site where independently they discover the old flayed tagger here yo willow having to climb down this ladder in heels Ooh. seems like it's breaking a lot of workplace <laughs> safety rules i mean she's in a construction site right illegally. it's i guess she shouldn't be here to begin with yeah that's the least of her problems yeah (laughs) no but why is no one else at this construction site in the Uh daytime oh because poor old graffiti youth has lost all his skin oh seems like something willow might do if she had gone crazy again i really hate this idea in all honesty (laughs) that willow's like mo is flaying people like she's some sort of serial flayer all of a sudden because she did it one time (laughs) <laughs> oh sure play someone one time yeah, and everyone and wants to paint you as a serial flare <laughs> and i mean is it a little convenient that the means through which the gnarl kills his prey is to remove all their skin yes but then at the same time i kind of like this from the magic having a price aspect mm. too where <laughs> willow flays a guy and now the universe is like oh did you think <laughs> did you think you're just gonna get away with that well here's a bunch of ways that you're not <laughs> yeah not in the hell mouth man nope <laughs> it's not gonna fly uh, xander has sent the rest of his crew home for the day because of questions. this flayed tagger <laughs> such yeah, questions so many questions like what is his so role it, it is here? your crew you got a large promotion charge. i don't know and when and like, like you got a large promotion while you were becoming an alcoholic after you left Anya at the altar is the best i can figure because this. last season buffy went to work with xander in the episode where the nerds are like messing with her yeah and he's very clearly part of the crew and then he it's been under into alcoholism yeah and And they were like that's a guy that we can trust charge of the crew actually you never know maybe that made him more popular at work because he was more fun (laughs) (laughs) guys i'm joking alcoholism is really bad (laughs) let's go down to the basement and see old spike old spiko he is again top quality pistache. Is yeah, that what mad, we're calling it? No, mad pistache. Mad pistache. <laughs> mad pistache, of course. 
he's got the temporary lucid periods, which are good. Again, like, and you know, when, I'm not complaining. This whole speech is great. <laughs> when I realized that this speech was him talking to both parties at the same yeah. time, that's the sound of my brain oh, exiting the head. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's Maximum so perfect, blasting. right? Because everyone thinks Spike is crazy. So it doesn't even occur to them that he's actually having two conversations at once because they're no. just like, ah. Oh, Spike's insane in the basement, so yeah, <laughs> this is, this checks out for us. It really sounds like insane in the mainframe to me. <laughs> it's just not, right? Yeah, no, it's really, it's so different, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's some great writing, I really love it. It does work well as Spike is crazy, and Spike is talking to Willow, and Spike is talking to Buffy and Xander. Yeah, because it works while he's talking to Willow, and then Buffy and Xander show up, and you're like, oh, it's so much oh, better fuck. than I thought! Yeah, yeah absolutely is. Willow goes to talk to Anya after this, and they both have this fun moment of suspecting the other person flayed this boy. Hilarious! Like right? this, they're all of their interactions are really great, and I love that Anya got to be a character again this episode. Yes. Oh damn! And it doesn't stop there. They're going to do the demon finding spell that Willow and Tara tried to do. This is a deep cut, my friend. We're three for three on deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Real this deep is cuts. Three seasons now ago. Yeah, it would have been season four when they were trying to find Adam. I don't even know why they were doing it. I think it was Adam. Maybe it was Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, and uh, and Anya even says, like, this better not get sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because, like, uh... later on she's like, that did get kind of sexy. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Willow, do we yeah, need to do any more magic? Yeah, no, she's so into it. Like, it's uh, so great. is there anything else that we need to be doing here? Yeah. You know, magic. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about it. It's so good. So yes, this spell goes about as you'd expect. The map fucking lights up, right? And under the the fucking high school hellmouth garbage again. Yep. And there's just so many, and they're like, "Mm, this one is probably the demon we're looking for. And you're like, how the fuck did you know that? That's crazy. No, it's insane. It's dumb. It's fine. I don't care that much about it. exactly. Whatever. Did you catch the name of where this demon is? No. I have a picture of it. Oh. uh, Of the map. (gasps) Wilkins Grove. Right? The Mayor Wilkins. (laughs) Deep cuts, deep cuts. Season seven, deep cuts. (laughs) Oh, nice. We do get a map of Sunnydale here, which I'm sure we should not be looking at too closely. This is so fucking hand drawn. Oh my god, check it out! Like it's real good. <laughs> Man, this took a lot of work for this prop. I know, just to burn like, it too. So much work, and it was so much larger than the small yeah. picture that I captured of it. It's humongous. It's Presumably, gigantic. most of it doesn't say anything. You right. would think, right? Mm-hmm. Like, anyways. <laughs> anyway, yes, the map lights on fire because of all the magic. <laughs> There's just a lot of demon activity around the old Hellmouth. Yeah, Anya's so pissed because she's like, the carpet's going to be fine, Uh, right? Carpet's not fine. It is not fine at all. No. And at first I'm like, we'll just do magic. And then I'm like, no, that's Mm, no. No, I I see what I want. I reached for there. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Now you just got to replace the carpet, I guess, which really sucks. Awkward. Throw down a a little area rug. It'll be fine. Yeah. And oh, we do get to learn what Anya's punishment was. She has lost her teleportation (laughs) privileges since she withdrew the spell last week. 
Oh, she has to do so much paperwork to teleport now. God. <laughs> Submit flight plans to Dahafren. I love the little quips about her having gone to Brazil. And like later on, she shows up <gasps> at the summer's nuts? house and she's got nuts. And Buffy's like, oh, these are good. Where are they from? Brazil. Like, Brazil, yeah. Fucking, like, it's just so good. It's such a little throwaway joke. Oh, but yeah. it's so good. Oh, my God. I was just elated. Elated. <laughs> All right, so Giles and Willow are gone, so Don's got to do the research in their absence, which goes Yo, pretty great. Don's in the club. She's firmly oh, thank in God. the gang, right? Oh, She's doing research. It took them so long to get here, but thank God they're She's here. She's going on the mission. She's, She's going on the mission. It all. She's holding a sword, and you're like, nice. Yeah. Get it, Don, right? Absolutely yeah. get it. Doesn't yeah. go great for her, but that's fine. You know? That is First fine. mission, maybe. Like... First couple, gonna be bad. Yeah, and I think, again, Don comes off pretty well this episode. If you forget that Don was almost killed by Willow, she comes off then, pretty bitchy right, about Willow coming back. But yeah. remembering that, which is important, she comes off great. Well, this is just it. And not only did she only kill Don, she did kill other people. Yeah. Don found Rack's corpse. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bad if you're Don. <laughs> Okay, so they've got an idea on this demon. It's gnarl. He eats skin. He drinks blood. He and it is... takes forevs. <laughs> oh, it takes forever, but that's okay oh. because he paralyzes you yeah. with his claws. And he's generally just very spooky. And you're like, okay, that's, yep, pretty spooks. Yeah, no, he sounds pretty spooks. And, like, he's going to live up to those spooks. Good oh, yeah. God. Surpass them, I would say. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I love gnarl, man. Gnarl, this demon design is amazing. He looks very much like... Uh, ye olde goblin or yeah. like gnome sort of creature, Especially right? With, like the creepy nose. The creepy and then... bulbous nose and head and weird ears. Sure. And like the skin color. Yeah, he's like a pale white green sort of yeah. thing. He's this basically naked demon with like very heavy ribs showing through on the front. And really what I like about the design is what they do from a filmography standpoint where he is often shown just like flitting from place to place. Like... Yeah, his in shadow. In other situations, would, it would be a silly run that he's doing where he's all, like, hunched over and his legs are going up really high. But it works because it is ye olde, like, creepy goblin that's running around here. And he's terrifying. And yeah, shadows and the voice work and the hand work. It all comes together. It's just fantastic is what it is. Mm -hmm. The Scoobies are using Spike to track down the skin-eating demon uh, to a cave in a mountain, right? The old Sunnydale Mountain <laughs> in Wilkins Grove. Yeah, no, Grove. the caves. We, we know there's caves. Adam used to hang out in the caves, right? It's true. There are extensive caves here. Yeah. <laughs> Willow has also found it from the map, so they're both converging at about the same time, coming into this cave, which is going to go great. Just great for Gnarl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Dawn gets slashed <laughs> first up. Oh, boy. She starts to get paralyzed, and they have to retreat with Dawn to, you know, try to save her. They have no idea when this paralysis is going to wear off. It's it's rough, right? Oh, yeah. He just slashes her a little bit, and the paralysis is, like, instantaneous, which mm -hmm. is pretty spooky. I just want to say, at some point in here, I think when they're doing the research, someone suggests going to Willie's. Yes. And they keep taunting us with right? this. You fuckers, show <gasps> us Willie. God damn it. Oh, my God. Don't, stop bringing him up <sighs> if you're not going to go there. Yeah. Ugh. Fools. Fools. 
And so, right, Dawn has been carted off. Willow is now alone in this cave. She was always alone from her perspective. But she's been, like, trapped in here because they put a bunch oh, yeah. of rocks. Yeah. yeah, cover the exit by throwing a bunch of rocks down. And Gnarl is, like, immune to magic or oh. something. Gnarl loves spells. He keeps them as pets. Oh, he's <laughs> fucking eating everything. Oh. He's, like, talking about how her friends have abandoned her and lured her here, basically, to die. Basically, yeah. And now, like, literally trapped her in here with him. And he is just having a great time. Like, this and, is a great day to be Gnarl. Oh, yeah. He slashes her so she gets paralyzed. And then he starts fucking taking her apart. Oh boy, oh boy, those like just pieces of skin one by one. And this is a great time to go into our second segment. <laughs> Radio WTTH Top 40. Ya, ya, Johnny, be in the cheese only on WWWQXR. Oh boy. <laughs> I love that it has nothing to do with flaying someone alive. No, exactly. It's a break in the action. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a long time coming, given that this is an audio format and we take a lot of pictures. Here's an actual audio segment. Michaela. Oh boy. What have you been listening to lately? What's in the top of your playlist? Do you use Spotify? Did you get like an end of the year report from that? I do use Spotify. I did Mm -hmm. not get end of the year report because I only started using it partway through this year. Ah. So I I suspect they didn't have enough data. Currently, because it is the holidays in podcast land, mm-hmm. uh, recording land, I guess is what I should say. I'm listening to a lot of Christmas music. Just so much Christmas music. And that's like acapella or just everything. It's a lot of pentatonics. I was following the pack, all swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied around their throats. It's, it's Christmas music that I want to sing along to, which mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of pentatonics. And then, you know, I've got my standard playlist, which is more of just things I want to sing along to. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have some musicals in there. You're going to have some Disney in there. And then just random other songs, like paper, uh, Plastic Bag, that oh, yeah. fit well in my range. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? that I like to make up dumb lyrics to in the way of Plastic Bag, which is, of course, Firework. Right, or Katy Perry. Yeah, in the way of Dark Horse, another Katy Perry song mm-hmm. that I like to make about Harry Potter. Interesting, I haven't heard that one. Uh, Dark Horse sounds a lot like Dark Lord, right? Oh, of course. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm naturally like uh, the Dark Lord. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are you ready for uh, Lord Voldemort? Yeah, you know? yeah. It, no, it works so well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. And then lately, of course, the lizard and I from... Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, the musical Wicked. Yeah. And with all his wizard wisdom, by my looks, he won't be blinded. Oh, his lizard wisdom. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of high energy stuff, so I'm, I'm right. into electro swing. Really like that as a genre. Lately, I've been getting into glitch hop. which is very electronic. I listen to a lot of nerd rock, which is somewhat confusingly an actual genre and more confusingly a genre that I really like. 
So you got your Jonathan Coltons, you've got your They Might Be Giants, and uh, I like, or sorry, I Fight Dragons is a good nerd rock band. You just want things that are upbeat that you can dance to. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And then in that vein, you get me listening to The Phoenix by Fallout Boy <laughs> uh, some hundreds of times in the past couple weeks. Madman. And then that has actually been usurped, which is why I wanted to do this segment <gasps> recently. Oh my god, okay. what? So this is a fucking walk and a half, and it makes me think that the future is super weird slash cool, but mostly very strange and that we are definitely in it. Okay. So, there is a VR video game called Beat Saber. You yeah. know of it, I know of it. You are a ninja with two lightsabers. It's a rhythm game, so a song is playing, and you are slashing blocks that are coming towards you with your lightsabers in time to the beat. It's fun, it's a good workout. I really like the songs in it because they are, again, upbeat things that I'm dancing along to. That's all good. Recently got a new song. New to me. Not new to the world, new-ish, about a month old right now. Okay. This song is called Pop Slash Stars, so Pop Stars by KDA, which is styled as K Slash DA. Okay. The walk here is that, do you know the video game League of Legends? I know of it, yes. You know of it. So it's a video game with a lot of different hero characters, and you play as a hero to play as for about an hour. This game has skins for the heroes, so you can style your heroes differently depending on how you're feeling. And they're rewards, they're cosmetic rewards for playing the game. Right. There's a series of skins for League of Legends, and this is getting back to Beat Saber, I swear to fucking God. All and, right, no, and Radio WTTH Top 40. There's uh-huh. a series of skins for League of Legends that have come out for four of the characters, at least, that are set in an alternate future in which K-pop is huge, and these four heroes are form a k-pop group called kda oh boy oh boy and these four (laughs) alternate skins of league of legends characters have made a song called pop stars what and it what it is k-pop via glitch hop and i don't really listen to a lot of k-pop but i think i might need to get into it and it is so good Oh my god, this fucking song. It's it's insane. And I'm just like, what what sort of jacked up future am I living in that I'm dancing in VR <laughs> to this nonsense song by fictional characters and then like it gets deeper right because i i go on youtube and i start watching the music video which is entirely these four characters doing this thing and it's it's these crazy crazy things happening and it's a really good music video and then i'm like cool what else is there and there's the league of legends all-stars series which opened with a a live performance of pop stars by the original like artists who provide the vocals for the song dancing along on stage with holograms of the characters and, i mean and like, it's the same vein as hatsune miku yeah right? it's a vocaloid sort of right? thing 
And, but then you've got this happening and like, you've got the behind the scenes where it's the dancers doing the choreo for pop stars. <laughs> and, and like, I'm just, I'm so deep into it, but yeah. honest to God, when I got nearly perfect on expert level pop stars, Damn. it was one of the best feelings I have ever felt in my entire life. That's, um, wow. It was crazy. So I've been listening to that a lot lately. <laughs> it's, insane oh boy oh boy yeah it's a walk it really is it's a walk but yeah at the same time i see what you mean by what what is this life you're living (laughs) right (laughs) right like what is happening (laughs) what what sort of neuromancer (laughs) bullshit is this garbage yeah Uh, oh man yeah so that's uh then i also love it all yeah i love it that's what i've been listening to lately and it's a delight i really just want to listen to it right now again because it's very good Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So, we got some mood whiplash happening in this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So hardcore, yeah. We cut from Willow getting taken apart and her skin literally being eaten in small strips by... In front of her. Yeah. Yeah, in front of her. While she's paralyzed. And he goes down and, like, starts lapping at the blood, which is so so gross. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It's weirdly personal, too. Oh, man. He's he's such a good fucking demon. Oh, my God. (laughs) You cut from that to japes because it turns out Dawn is posable. (laughs) Posable, paralyzed. Right, because they've... (laughs) They've called Anya over because they need somebody to watch Paralyzed Dawn, who, like, Xander just hucks on the couch <laughs> face down. <laughs> uh, Even when he turns her over, her head's at such an angle, and you're like, Dude, It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. You're like, oh, fix her. What are you doing? <laughs> but Anya does come over with the middest of drifts. Yeah. I just said a lot of mid-drift. <laughs> God, her, look at her fucking abs and her stomach oh yeah oh my god she looks so good (laughs) killing it killing it for sure because and like she's wearing a very short cardigan and nothing under it i guess is what's happening here it's looking good it's really good yeah yeah, it's great she figures out that dawn is posable and buffy is at first like anya come on we don't have time for posable (laughs) (laughs) right no like bad things are happening and they still have this fun japes of posing dawn into silly (laughs) But this works really well for me because the japes are actually very fun, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, in the back of your head, you're like, Willow's in a really bad place right now. And you need to save her. Exactly. But they don't know. They have no idea. We (sighs) have that thing happen here where Buffy reads a sentence and only reads half of it. And like, does that thing where she's like, the paralysis is permanent and just stops. And Dawn's like, but like she can't move her face. Right. Right. And then she's like, oh, until the demons killed us. (laughs) Sorry, I should have mentioned that the first time. As someone who plays D&D and listens to D&D podcasts, this is so relatable. It's like, okay, (laughs) it's just like, what's the save for this spell? It's like, well, it says that it just happens. It's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Keep reading. It says that it yeah. happens unless they make their save. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, you, like, literary comprehension skills are plummeting as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah. She does find out that the paralysis can be cured if the demon dies, so they've got to go out and kill this fucking demon. We've got a couple things to deal with before we get to that, though. Um, I've called it cash money, and you've called it double right. cameo. Right, because you've got Buffy putting on this sweet leather jacket. Sweet leather jacket, but is pretty her sweet. necklace. 
Yeah. So you've called it cash money and I've called it double cameo because it it literally, it, it first it looks like it's just a normal necklace that has one cameo. I think that's what that's called, right? Oh, Where it's, yeah. it's the side profile like of the face. A dangly bit? I thought it was a money symbol. Is it not? No, I'm pretty confident it's a cameo. It looks like a money symbol. <laughs> okay. It's one of those two things. Right. And then there's a dangly bit that connects a second slightly smaller one like real low just, though just real low and just so straight dangly. down this this necklace style that i think she was rocking last season too yeah man buffy's gone hard on the eyeshadow here too she's really shiny yeah yeah blends in shiny. pretty well but like she's gone real hard on it it is taped <laughs> on there. okay so yes they're gonna go kill gnarl and it's going to be great they show up to save Willow. They still can't see each other. It's this whole separate thing from the Gnarl demon, apparently, which is good. And Buffy fucking kills this thing by going thumbs to eyes oh. on it. Yeah, Anya's like, remember, I told you its eyes were its weak point. <laughs> Buffy's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Holy shit. Get those thumbs. <laughs> Listen, this is, uh, it's not even blood watch necessarily. There is blood. It's just gross. But it's... It's Just, ramped up grossness to a whole yeah. new level for this episode. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, no, like they've they've gone for it. And I mean, hey, Buffy just wants to kill this guy. She doesn't really care how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. And it works. You know, the paralysis wears off. And through the magic of friendship, Willow and Buffy and Xander can all see each other I'm again. Saying. Yeah. It's pretty like, what's the thing called on Star Trek when they teleport? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like. It, it is a teleporter. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's the effect is very that yes. when she comes back to this plane <laughs> like the christmas lights sort of thing yeah <laughs> yeah uh. she gets recombobulated thankfully no one was standing in her when this happened which apparently was <laughs> happening i love when anya's like oh my god willow's here on the ground and they're like where and she's like back up and buffy does not back up at all xander's like oh i was standing in her head <laughs> whoops buffy as far as i can tell is still standing in her legs so uh, Willow's super hurt. Mm -hmm. Anya's the only one who can see this. And she's like, I better go get help. <laughs> or send one of the people that can't see her, right? maybe? Yeah. What are, why are you the one that's going? <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. They can all see each other again. It... <laughs> It really reminded me of playing video games online with people because like the, just the, like no one can hear each other thing. Cause it yeah. would be like me and Matt can hear Ryan and Ryan can hear Jake and Jake <laughs> can't hear anyone. <laughs> oh boy. Right. Like this happened Classic all the fucking Jake. time on yeah. <laughs> PC gaming in the mid two thousands. It was just like a crapshoot of who could hear oh. whom. And it's all <laughs> happened again, and I love it. Oh, it's delightful. And you're right. So Willow has been talking, presumably to herself, just about, you know, how she came and she's so afraid to see them. And then while she's saying this, she reappears mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, hey, you guys, Aye. I missed you. Yay. Uh, yeah. And it's nice. It is. I just have one one thing I wanted to bring up from the wiki. Mm -hmm. So while Dawn is paralyzed uh and they're talking about how to unparalyze her xander's like you'll be doing limbo in no time and yeah as the poll yeah the wiki says that this is a pop culture reference what? and then goes on to explain what limbo is what? <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like wondering if if limbo is not as ubiquitous as I think it is? No, I think this is the double-edged sword of a of wiki, wiki format. Yeah. 
where anyone can throw anything in there and they're like, well, I just learned about this limbo phenomenon today. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was reading through the wiki trying to find fun things and it's like pop culture references. <laughs> limbo is a game slash dance of West Indian origins in which the dancers, one by one, bend over backward to pass under a pole that is lowered slightly each time they go under it. Thanks, Wiki. Oh, man. Thanks, Wiki. You really <laughs> yeah. saved that one for us. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's nonsense. Next day, Willow is recuperating in Buffy's old room. She's doing some magical healing as Buffy comes in wearing ridiculous pants. These freaking pants. <laughs> Sorry, the pants are fine. The fly is weird. They're dress pants, first of all, which is why the bottoms of them are so, mm. so humongous. There's just a lot of material happening near Buffy's feet. I thought they were pajama and pants to go with her tank top, no, which is pajama. No, man. No? I'm pretty sure. Because why would they have this crazy button fly if That's that true. were the case? Yeah. Because this is the kind of thing where once you put heels on, these pants look a lot more reasonable. I'm counting five buttons visible on the fly. And it's just like they're so out there and it's not flattering. Well, it's not going to be functional in any way either, no, right? No, like, good God. This it's going to take forever. doesn't undo in any way. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure it doesn't actually do anything. It, I think it is just fashion. Like, probably the top of the pants are kind of stretchy. Yeah. And you don't actually need to, yeah, do anything with the fly. Because, yeah. God, if I had to put do five buttons up uh, on my pants no good god that sounds terrible yeah absolutely not. <laughs> yeah so willow did the spell by accident that made them not be able to see each other they're less worried about this than they should be oh my I god think. yeah right it's very worrying accidental magic is not good no you don't have any control of that right like and this is a powerful thing she hey. did <sighs> yeah it's very worrying. Uh, so they're just making up a little bit here. Buffy's like, hey, I did sort of assume that you had killed that dude. My bad. Right, and, like, not that Buffy necessarily needs to confess to this, but she probably knows that Willow knows that she thought it. Mm -hmm. So I think it is sort of an adult thing to say, like, I did think this, and I'm sorry, yeah. and I just want you to know. Like, I just want to tell you so I can apologize about it, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. It they is. have sort of a nice reunion, and this is obviously the first time that they are having a moment like this since um they tried to kill each other that one time mm -hmm. yeah that one time <laughs> who even remembers you know? yeah who even remembers that yeah buffy also agrees to let willow use some of her strength to heal herself which is nice but also but super dangerous it like, sounds really very dangerous buffy, yeah. you're gonna die and willow's making it pretty clear that she's not even sure <laughs> if she can use your strength which makes me feel like this could go one of two ways mm -hmm. right either she's unable to use it nothing happens or she's like oh this is really helping thanks yeah. buffy yeah buffy's just this desiccated husk yeah she's like <laughs> she's gotten all raisiny yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> all right and that's our episode i really yeah. fucking loved it i think the creature we design clear. was great the dialogue fucking was snappy gnarls. oh his little his nails and mm. his clicking them and his creepy the eating of the skin yeah. oh just just top stuff, man. Real effective, man. Right? I Dawn was fun. Yes. We had wacky, poseable Dawn. When, Jeez. When poseable Dawn gets unfrozen and there's just like a... <laughs> as she falls oh, over. The light. It's, a, it's just a full delight, you know? <sighs> yeah. Love it. Love it a lot. And yeah, I think we both liked that. Michaela, who won this episode? I want to say 
hmm. I, so my my gut is Willow, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I understand that she did have a pretty bad time. Yeah, but. <laughs> In a way, her fears were unfounded. So, like, yes. she was she was coming back and she was so afraid that people weren't going to want to see her and weren't going to accept her back and still, like, love her after what she did. And that's not the case. Like, things are probably going to be weird for a while, but they haven't written her off. And so from that perspective, I think she wins. Yes. I will also say that Willow's fears are not completely unfounded, though, because... People don't really, like, Dawn doesn't want to see her. Buffy doesn't really want her back. The whole revelation that, like, oh, Willow's not actually all better. Giles just thinks coming back here will help her get better. Like, this is not very well received in general. It's not, but at the same time, like, they're going to do their best and try to help her. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not just rejecting her outright, which they could have, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah. I'd, I'd support a Willow win there, I think. Do we have a top outfit from the episode? Oh, fuck. I always forget about this. Is that cardigan with the belt integrated going oh, to win? Oh. Mm. So I think it's going to be Anya. I really like <sighs> a lot of midriff. Yeah, she looks so good. Holy hell yeah. <laughs> you, and I really hate the cardigan belt. So yeah, no, a lot of midriff is going to win. Very nice. And Michaela, our opinions are garbage. What does Teeks think of this teeks, episode? Teeks, 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 What do you think Teeks called this? The one where Willow comes back? Close. To Sunnydale? Okay, so the first half of your sentence was correct. Let's let's start there. The one where Willow... Mm, nope. And, I mean, you never would have phrased it exactly this way, yeah. so... The one where Willow can't be seen. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> no. No. This is long, but I don't care. I'm reading the whole thing because I'm... <laughs> So thirsty for teeks, you know? (laughs) Parched. I love this episode. It's so good. It's such a smart idea that I have never heard of or seen before or since seeing this episode. Uh, Teeks, you gotta watch some Star Trek, man. Shit's happening all the time. Yeah, it's so true. In this episode, Willow returns home from England. She's hoping everyone will be supportive, as she's in a very delicate state. Buffy, Xander, and Dawn are all waiting at the airport to pick her up, but she never comes off the plane. Then we see the exact same scene, without Dawn, Xander, without Dawn, Buffy, and Xander, and instead we see Willow. She can't see them. They can't see her. A demon is killing lots of people in Sunnydale, skinning them. Everyone, sadly, thinks it's Willow. I mean, she did skin Warren alive, but it doesn't mean she's up to her old tricks. (laughs) Xander, Buffy, and Don. No, no, no. No, old tricks. (laughs) Right, like, that's that's harsh, man. That's... (laughs) That is an understatement. Yeah. Oh, wacky. It sounds so wacky. The old wacky flaying, yeah. Oh, boy. Xander, Buffy, and Don don't want to believe that it's her, but they think it's the only logical explanation. Willow goes to see Anya and tries to get help, trying to find out where the gang is. Willow also goes to see Spike, who is crazy in the basement of Sunnydale High School. (laughs) This is so out of order. Buffy and Xander are there at the same time, but still can't see her. But Spike can. He has a conversation with both Willow and Xander and Buffy at the same time, neither of which makes sense without hearing the other person's part. For example, Xander and Buffy's conversation doesn't make sense without being able to hear Willow, and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's not, it's not for example, though. That, it's a restatement. Explained. Yeah. Okay, so that was like, oh, that was a lot. That was right? a lot. And we've, we've gotten to like, uh, We've barely like scratched the half. surface. Yeah. Here's the last sentence of the review. Eventually, Willow goes to find the skin-eating demon, demon, and she gets in big trouble. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> that's the 
Overall, I love this episode, and I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Gets in big trouble? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, that's delightful. That's absolutely perfect. She gets that in big trouble. <laughs> Just hilarious. Yes, she certainly does. Holy fuck. Okay. Well. So I found a review that's one out of ten, which I'm actually kind of interested yeah. in because I'm like we love this episode. Teeks had a great time, I saw and like I'm just no faults with it. Okay, so way over the top in ick factor. Sure, it seems to be. Gnarl appears to be a poorly devised riff on Gollum from the LOTR movies. No, which, no, no, like, no, no. not at all. No. I would that there's there was nothing Gollum-y at all he's about. Gnarl. Very reminiscent of Germanic folklore, and yeah. like he's ripped from drawings or woodcuttings of those, as far as I can tell. Everything is wrong with this episode. The performances are flat, which makes Camden Toy's performance as the Gnarl all that more fey and yucky. And the scenes of him torturing Willow are far too gratuitous and go on way too long. So, like, no. Hard pass, yeah, no. Maybe if this person never watches, like, anything even remotely horror? Yeah. And Hannigan, always one of the best performers in the series, goes into mope mode with this episode. What? What did they expect? That Willow would just be like, well, <laughs> here I am, back in Sunnydale. Everything is just great. A-okay. No, I really like the performances here. I think they are... Everything... Everyone, I thought everyone well did a great done. job. Yeah, yeah like, uh, mm. they, I think this... The, the sort of tone I'm getting from this review is that, like, the person just didn't want this level of gore. Yeah. And... It's way more than we usually get, for sure. From Buffy, absolutely. But in terms of gore... No. <laughs> really, still not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and Michaela, what do we have coming up next time? No, 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 next time on WTTH. We have an episode called Help. So I need somebody. Yeah, I mean a little bit. So as we know, Buffy is now a school counselor. Right. So basically, we're gonna do a little bit of that. <laughs> See, it's tough for me. Oh God, it's tough for me to tell you about this episode. Uh-huh. I'm not sure that you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm expecting going to down after this episode. You know. Yes. I I think don't that think that's. I will have remotely the same level of fun. So basically, Buffy's a counselor. A student comes to her and tells her that she knows she's going to die. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, so I'm interested in several things. Number one, this episode did not start off with a girl being chased through the streets of some far-off country and being killed by cultists. <laughs> so, Correct. Next episode, I'm interested in seeing if that happens again, or if we're, you know, ramping up to something there, because having it missing from this episode, I expected it to come up in some way, which it didn't. Next episode, we'll see. I would also like to see whether Xander and Willow ever get, like, a hey, this is us seeing each other again moment, or like in the way that Buffy and Willow did yeah, yeah. exactly I would like to see yeah. that happen I think it, it's very reasonable to expect and it's sort of conspicuously missing from this episode it doesn't have to happen but I think they even reference at the end of this episode like oh Xander never thought you were the one to kill everyone and Willow's kind of like well he just didn't say it but like everyone's got doubts right even Xander right and she makes the point that of course Buffy has to be the one to say it because that's her job, mm-hmm. right? She's the slayer. And if this might be the answer, if someone has to say it, it's her. Yeah. So Xander does have the luxury of not saying it. So we'll see if anything happens there. I'm excited to see that. Otherwise, this sounds 
pretty monster of the week from what you've told me. Maybe that's not true. Who knows? You know what? We'll uh, we'll take it as it comes. And in terms of like overarching season things, I honestly don't really know. Yeah. If, right? Like that those details, I can't remember which episodes, mm-hmm. which things happen in. I'm just remembering mostly, yeah, the overall kind of, this is the general thing that happens in this episode. And I'm not remembering specific scenes for the most part. Even the small details is stuff that I would usually just say cut it out entirely and assume that the <laughs> the viewer will hear it later right yeah because in a monster of the week episode like last time when it's like oh Buffy found out Spike has a soul like that's yeah, not who cares? who cares it's not yeah. interesting or it is but eh, you can skip it and it's not going to be a problem for you at some point Buffy will be like oh yeah Spike has a soul and you'll be like cool you know that sick so I'm happy for them to keep giving James Marsters these wacky monologues because yeah. He's having a great time, you know? Oh, mad pistache. (laughs) Mad pistache. (laughs) All right. Well, that will be next time. And who knows? Maybe we're looking forward to it. Maybe not. Until then, our listeners can always find this episode up on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. All of our pictures are up on Facebook. They can email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. And you can find us personally on Endorse, that's Endorse with an I, which is a blockchain-based LinkedIn competitor. And I'm on there at Sounds Like Hell, Michaela. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm on there at No Endorsement From Me. Very nice. And until next time, farewell from from the the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.